Hey guys, this is Aisha Shelton. And this is Kevin Shelton. Welcome back to Marriage and Real Estate. Welcome back, everybody. Well, we got 30 good minutes, so let's give the people 30 good minutes worth of content. Give the people what they want. Let's give the people what they want. Awesome. So we are starting off with intentionality. So today's episode is an intentional marriage, intentional start. In true marriage and real estate fashion, we'll break it down into uh, marriage and we'll talk about marriage and what we mean by intentional marriage. And then we'll talk a little bit about business and an intentional start and what that intentional start can look like. So let's kick it off with uh, an intentional marriage. So let's talk about being intentional about spending time with your spouse. Right. So I know one thing that we're getting better at. I can't say that we we do it perfectly, but we have always wanted to spend more time together than not. So being very intentional about having date nights, even with, you know, young children and pickups and drop offs. We want to make sure that we get in that good date time, even if it's a movie on the couch. Um, So we want to have that that long-term marriage where, you know, even when our kids are gone, we we still have each other. Yeah. And if I could think about one thing we were intentional about, um, it was our bedroom and kicking Austin out, you know, at yeah. a suitable age. Guys, we didn't kick her out too soon, but we certainly kicked her out at the ripe age of about six, six months, months. <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't want a co-sleeper, right? And we wanted to be intentional about the time that we were spending together um, in the evening during, you know what I mean? And, and we didn't want that kind of distraction. And so uh, you hear of families who are empty nesters, you know, people who have had children and the children go off to college or they go live their lives and then they look at their spouse and don't know. And be like, who are you? Who are you? Like, what have you grown into? It's different, right? Um, So being intentional about spending time with your spouse, uh, we think is very important. Some of the things that Kevin mentioned was date night. So here in Houston, there's this new rooftop cinema and shout out to Mark Haywood, our insurance guy who um, hosted that event. It was perfect for a couple's night. Um, and I'm looking forward to, this is kind of a Mark Haywood plug. You should definitely Google him with Northwestern Mutual. Um, he's looking forward to creating these lifestyle experiences. And we're all down for it, um, especially because that's another way that we can make intentional couple time. And it was great to do something different, you know. How many times do you go to AMC or whatever? Right. And being on a rooftop, the weather was actually really nice. It was. It was perfect. Um, and we just had a great time. So, you know, it's those type of experiences that bring us closer together. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that you remember 10 years down the road when your babies grow up and they go to college or camp or something. And you're like, you know. I'm still in love with this person because we invested all this time in each other. Well, it becomes a habit too, right? Like spending time with your spouse becomes a thing. Um, And it also sets a good example for our children too. Like, yeah, I remember my parents always did something uh, together or they were always together. And so that's kind of what we think about when we think about spending intentional time and 
you know, the love that we're in right now, we hope to keep that flame going by being intentional about the time that we're spending together. No, and that's a good point when you talk about the the kids or whatever. So um, our next point is to be intentional about your spouse's needs. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very easy to get caught up in your kids' needs. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, Austin has soccer or Kayla has dance or, you know, somebody needs to go get their hair done. And you never worry about maybe my wife wants ice cream or maybe, you know, a birthday's coming up or spontaneous flowers or or just a back rub after a long day. So when you're so focused on life in the rigmaroles and the, the runarounds and the errands and the back and forth, it's really easy to forget that you're actually you're not responsible for that person, but you are responsive to their needs. Yeah. Um, one book that was gifted to us by a couple that has been married for quite some time. I'm just name dropping today. Rodney and <laughs> Val. Thank you, Rodney and Val. Uh, Rodney and Val gave us a book called His Needs, Her Needs. And ourselves and other couples that we know who read that book, it really resonated with them. For me, and this is just a truth moment, it's really easy for me to get comfortable in being me. And what happens when you get married is you're a person and you do things one way and, you know, how you live and how you sleep and how you prefer to sleep and all of those things are how what makes you comfortable. Um, and then you get married and then maybe somebody likes to sleep with the TV on or maybe somebody is more comfortable with a certain temperature. And so being intentional about your spouse's needs, when I think about being intentional about Kevin's needs, and this is very personal, I need to put myself aside sometimes so that I can give you what you need. And sometimes that's not even like natural for me, but it's important that I meet your needs because we're going to be together forever. Mm-hmm. And if you're not happy, forever is a long time to be unhappy. <laughs> we're never leaving. No, I mean, that's, that's a true story. I mean, I think about some of the small things, just the idiosyncrasies of, uh, you know, personalities, right? So, like, even with you, I want to make sure that you're not getting gas at 10 o'clock at night, so I'll put gas in your car. Mm-hmm. Or... You know, you like really warm socks because your feet are always cold. So Mm -hmm. whenever I'm in the airport or I'm in a store, I grab you really warm socks because I know that that's something that's important to you. And it helps not only keep you first and top of mind, but also make sure that I'm seeding um, your your feelings for your needs being met, your your love tank is full yeah. because I'm I'm consistently striving to meet your needs and that's a goal of mine. So. Yeah. And Kevin Kevin is much better at this to be honest than I am, right? Well, that's my love language. It so. is. It it's his love language and even when I think about, you know, where we came from before we were together, I had a very single mindset and even when I was in a relationship, it was like you do your thing and I do my thing. You make yourself happy, I'll make myself happy and you know, um which is very different from the marriage that Kevin and I have. We are very much a together kind of married couple we don't we matchy matchy we we are matchy matchy and so that's an adjustment for me because I've always been like okay let me take care of me 
I've never really had to take care of anybody else. And then we threw kid, you know, our own kid in the mix between the two of us. And that was a different experience for me too. Like being intentional about giving to somebody else. And while it's easy to give to Austin because she's a baby, you know, she's young, um, giving to my very handsome, tall, and capable husband sometimes can be a challenge because it's like, okay, but he still needs that. Sure, he can do it, but he still needs it. And so I have to remind myself um, that I have to be intentional about meeting those needs. No, I mean, and honestly, the only way that we've, consistently gotten there or you know or getting there is to grow together which is a great segue into the next point you got to be intentional about growing together yep and you know however that looks like for you guys whether that's therapy Mm -hmm. or reading books or consuming um podcasts together we listen to several podcasts that our relationship based. This is a great podcast to listen to. Shout out to us. All right. Shout out to us. <laughs> Plug. Name dropping. Name dropping ourselves. But no. So, I mean, it's putting your relationship first before anything else. Because at the end of the day, when your business goes away, your children go away, everything else goes away, you're married to that person or you're with that person. And that's who you got. That's who. It's in your corner for the long ride. Yeah, so let's talk about what being intentional about growing together looks like. Um, I think to that, to me, it's about finding a common hobby. Maybe that's working out. Maybe uh, that's cooking. But something that the two of you have that's like y'all's. It belongs to you, and this is something that you guys grow in. You um, have goals that are specific to... Um, the two of you, and something that you enjoy doing together. Um, I've met couples who, you know, for example, I used to run marathons. I should so do that again. (laughs) Um, But one person was the runner of the family, and that person had a whole group of friends and a whole, like, life Uh, outside of their spouse which is fine you need to have I mean even our therapist said like you need to have time apart right Um, but I think it's also important that you have something that you and your spouse grow together with that you either have a hobby or thing that you do that that you guys together that brings you together yeah yeah I definitely agree I know that um even though when when we first Dated and you were into marathons, and I started training with you. It brought us together because we're getting up every day or every Saturday with the intention of running. We had to find a babysitter. We had to do a lot of things to make sure that we had that time mm-hmm. together, four in the morning, five in the morning, to go out and run. Mm-hmm. And even though we didn't run in the same group, the experience brought us together. Yeah, because one of us was faster than the other. I was faster than he was. <laughs> Definitely much faster. Here, here's a side note. She ran a half marathon, seven months pregnant, and kicked my butt. I did. I mean, like, kicked my butt. But I'd been running for years before Whatever that. be. Like, you kicked my butt. Yeah, that so. was kind of cool. That was cool. In the same vein of being intentional about growing together... I think it's a good way to segue into uh, business and 
how you can be intentional about your start in real estate. Because not only can you grow together in your marriage, you can also grow together into business. You should grow together in your marriage and in your business. And so one of the things that we learned, both Kevin and I, was that uh, you have to consume the same information. So I might read this really great book, and then I try to translate that to Kevin. And for some reason, the excitement just doesn't quite translate. (laughs) And vice versa, right? He would read something and be like, oh, man, this is so great. We should do this. We should do that. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I like that idea. And so what we found is that consuming the same information, and particularly for us, it's books and podcasts, right? Um, if we hear a good podcast, we shoot it to the other person. And conferences. We've yeah. Conferences yes. Together. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but we learned that, right? Yeah. I mean, it started with, like, you might read a good book on marriage or you might read a good book on real estate. And I would be like, oh, yeah, that's great. One book being uh, Maximum Confidence, which I still haven't read, but you feel like if I read that book, that it would resonate with me. (laughs) That it would resonate with me different, and we would be able to relate different. So, if there's any advice we could give about like being in business with your spouse, or just being in business in general, in general, um, is that because I mean this this actual functions the same with a business partner, right? Like if you go to an event or a conference and your partner's not there to consume the information and you're coming back to the business with a zeal and a, a you know, a, just a passion for something that might be completely opposite your partner and they didn't consume that information, that gives you something that can start that separation, right? So by being intentional about consuming the same information, you just stay on the same side of the table. Which is very important in business partnerships, too. And keep in mind that, you know, the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast target audience is is for people who are married, who are also going into real estate together or are in real estate together. Yeah, and I mean, that could be, there's a lot of definitions for married. It could be a lifetime partner. It could be whatever it's. Whatever that looks like to you, that's a lifetime bond or a permanent bond in not only a personal relationship, but also in business. Mm-hmm. The other thing that an intentional start came from was our plan. We had a plan, and I think we talked about our plan in past podcasts uh, before, but there's just something to be said about the, uh, power of planning. the power of planning and you know the confidence you have to launch whatever it is you're doing when you feel like you have a solid plan. And I don't know how many times I've heard people say, I'm starting a business and I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to step out on faith. Yeah, I'm stepping out on faith and I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to pursue uh, this business. We don't recommend that. No. And we definitely did not do that. So we had a five-year plan. Five-year plan, 10-year plan, two-year plan. One-year plan. We got a six-month plan. We we are planners. We are the planners. (laughs) We are the Sheltons, and we are the planners. I mean, you know, the thing about it is if you don't have a direction, you don't know where you're going. You know what I mean? And your plan is your map to get to where your goals are. So if you don't have a plan, mm-hmm. it makes it it makes it really difficult to achieve your goals 
Because you don't know what direction your goals are in. Yeah, you just like shooting in the dark, right? So um, I went to a conference this weekend and they made a good point. Several of the speakers made the same point. And it was like, well, how much money do you want to make this year in your business? Okay. And so the typical answer was like $100,000. And they broke it down to how much money do you need to make per month? And then once you get that month number, how much money do you need to make per week? And then day, and that they calculated it all the way down into achievable bite-sized goals that helped you to achieve this number. And so, for somebody to say, "I want to make a hundred thousand dollars," "I want to make a million dollars in my business," sure, that's all fine and dandy. What's the plan to get there? I mean, because even if somebody asked you, a hundred thousand dollars is that pre-tax, post-tax? You know what I mean? A hundred thousand dollars is that in revenue? Like, what do you? A hundred thousand dollars what? Because if your goal is to take home a hundred thousand dollars, then you might need to make much more than a hundred thousand dollars in order to hit that number. But that comes to your plan. Because if you don't know the answers to all those questions, you need to start from the planning process. Yeah. Um so yeah, be intentional about the information that you guys consume together. Be intentional with your plan. Don't just leap. Uh, plan it and when you have that plan don't wait start now because tomorrow is always a day away is that how it goes did I make that up saw that somewhere but like yesterday was always yesterday (laughs) that came off much better that That came out much better somewhere else where I read it on a a meme somewhere. I don't know, but basically it says that there's never a tomorrow or something like that. Like, if you keep putting stuff Tomorrow's off... Tomorrow's not promised? Tomorrow, no, it's like tomorrow... Okay, bear with me, guys. If somebody knows what this quote is... You know, Leave it in a comment on... Wherever. Instagram, YouTube. Leave it on a comment. Podcast, something about tomorrow, something. because there's always another tomorrow. So there's not... You know, you might as well start today. I don't know. Somebody save the me. The bottom line is, no way. <laughs> Don't wait. Because at the end of the at the end of the day, you don't get any more chances. Life is short. You know, I have a I have a personal saying that life is really short and really, really long. When you want it to be short, like when you're at work and it's one o'clock and you want it to get to five o'clock, it seems like that time goes by super slow. But when you want life to be super long, like when you're having a good time or it's an amazing experience, you on vacation, it's super short. So you have to appreciate the time by taking action to get to where you're going. Because if every year you're the same, and I, so there's another philosophy that I talk about, and it's everybody can be separated into three groups, right? There's the dots, the lines, and the circles. Now, the circles are people whose lives go in loops. You're always doing the same thing. Every year, you're in the same place. You're always about to finish start something, but you never start anything. So your life is going in a loop. And then there's the people who are dots. They're too afraid to go forwards. They're too scared to go backwards. They're just standing still. They're waiting with their eyes closed and their head covered, and they just can't. 
They can't do anything more than what they're doing right now. They won't even talk about it. They're just frozen in their exact place right now. And then there's the lines. The lines are the people who are always continuously moving forward, never looking back, right? They're always planning the next steps and then achieving those next steps and going on to the next thing. They're the people who every year from now, you see them somewhere different or doing something different or their business is growing or their family is growing. They have goals and they knock those things out. And that's the way that we've tracked our lives. We consistently set goals and then work towards those goals. And those things may change over time. Nothing's perfect. There's lots of failure in that. Mm-hmm. But the win is in the try. The only difference between a winner and a loser is a winner plays until he wins. So if you're not playing the game and you're sitting on the sidelines, then you're the dot. So don't sit on the sidelines of this real estate thing. Jump in. The water is warm. Yep. The water is very warm. And good job, babe. That came out much better than my attempt at philosophizing something that is so funny so don't wait don't pull philosophy off of instagram memes don't pull philosophy off of instagram memes duly noted so to sum it all up if you got a a two minute spiel what you got um two minute spiel would be uh take time to be intentional about the marriage Spending time with your spouse, meeting your spouse's needs, and growing together. Don't just leave that up to chance. Uh, Write it down. What are you going to do to make your spouse happy this week? What are you going to do to make your spouse happy today? Um, And be intentional about spending time because I promise you, you will look up and the month will be gone. And you guys haven't spent time together. I mean, 2019 is over. 2019 is almost over. So an intentional marriage consists of, you know, spending time, being intentional about your needs, the spouse, your spouse's needs and growing together. And then an intentional starting your business is just planning, like have a plan, consume information, learn all that you can, find a mentor. Hey, Kevin and Aisha, you could be our mentor. Yes, we can. And don't wait. Start now. You know, uh, tomorrow is definitely coming or not okay i did it again (laughs) let me stop with this tomorrow thing start now do something today um you'll thank yourself later if you do um you won't be kicking yourself in the butt for not starting how many times have we heard people say man i wish i would have started when i was oh y'all so young or i'm too old to be to do real estate now Eh, you're never too old just do something and you're never too young either i mean we've met some phenomenal 20-something-year-olds that's kicking tail in real estate. So do something today. No, 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 for sure. So my my two-minute summation is um, I always love the Arthur Ashe quote, start where you are, do what you can, use what you got. And for me, that kind of sums up everything, right? It's don't wait until you got all the components to start doing something. Use what you got. You know what I mean? Start in exactly where you are. That's not a perfect thing, but if you're taking action, it will evolve into what you want it to be. And then take action. You know what I mean? Use what you got. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait for an approval. Don't wait for um, God to come down after God didn't send you a plane and a boat and a train, you know, to save you. 
the only person saving you is you. And if you don't intentionally take action to achieve your goals, you won't ever get there. And you can listen to this podcast and a million other podcasts, but if you never do anything with it, it doesn't matter. So the only difference maker is you. And the only action is you. And at the end of the day, when you look up at your life 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, will you say, I missed my opportunity? Nobody gave me an opportunity or I took advantage of every opportunity. And that's the only difference between those three people. So, All right, everybody clap your hands for that one. That was good. Slow snaps, slow snaps. You amaze me, Kevin. I'm not even kidding you laughing, but I'm so serious. I'm just like in awe and admiration of your wise words. So we're going to jump to the book recommendations <laughs> on that note. So... Uh, jumping back to the book recommendations, which um, we are doing every single podcast going forward, we're going to give you guys a book on marriage and then a book on business or real estate. That is a tall order, Kevin. Every single episode. They need the info. We got to give it to them. We are going to do that. Do you hear me, guys? It keeps me reading books. What's the point of all these books? It's 52 weeks in a year. I read 70 books a year. I got at least one book for everybody every week of the year all right so the first book recommendation is called come as you are by emily nagowski nagowski emily nagowski and it was nagasaki no no okay emily nagowski n-a-g-o-s-k-i i think that's nagowski and this book was recommended by our therapist and is extremely interesting um and i think that couples will get a kick out of it together sometimes some parts of it is a little dry but the good stuff is really really good and i haven't gotten to the end yet but i'm looking forward to consuming all of the information that um is in this book come as you are awesome and our business slash real estate book for this week is an oldie but a goodie think and grow rich by napoleon hill i was reminded about this book because some very good friends of ours were a part of a movie production, a live action production of this movie, of this book. And um, it's just an amazing book that talks to you about goal setting and how to actually get your best life. Like how to actually do the things that we're talking about in this podcast. And it all starts with your mindset. Um, and this book is a cornerstone of a lot of people's wealth building journey, business journey. Um, it's just an inspired story. Uh, Napoleon Hill is a, an amazing author, and he he has lots of fantastic books, but this is one of the best, and it's it's kind of a starting point. So we wanted to definitely recommend this book, and uh, please let us know what you think of these recommendations once you read them. We want to hear feedback from you guys. Please drop us a note, whether that's on Instagram or Facebook or uh, Apple Podcast or Spotify uh, in the email you can email us at mnrpodcast at knacompanies.com please we, we love your feedback we want to hear it um, we're excited to, to connect with you guys we also want to say that this podcast is brought to you by da, 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 um, our second KNA event of the year which is how to grow your retirement through real estate. 
So we're going to be sending out the info for that event coming shortly here for the end of the month. So if you're interested about learning more about how to actually start this thing called investing and be a part of your real estate journey, build up your passive income, please tune in to all of our either social media pages or subscribe to our website to get event information. And uh, we'll be sending out those uh, Eventbrite links and all that good jazz shortly. Yep. Thank you for tuning in for another week of American Real Estate. This has been your host, co-host, Kevin Shelton. And your co-host, Aisha Shelton. And this is the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. I just we out. said that. All right, I said it again. <laughs> Bye. Bye.